Hey, what's up, guys? This is Clint McGill, and uh, excited for you to be with us here on the podcast today. And uh, going to do a little Ask Coach Clint session here, and going to be all about tryouts. And at the time of this recording, it's November, and uh, we're here in Texas, and we have baseball tryouts already starting for the spring of next year. So a lot of questions coming in on uh, switching teams, tryouts, just just all about it. So that's what we're going to do here today, keep it nice and short for you here. So we're going to go ahead and dive into it right here. And I uh, got a question from Steve, and uh, he has a question about his son. I'm going to pull his son's name out. And he also talks about uh, two different teams, his current team and his new team. And uh, that's just how I'm going to label them here throughout this little uh, email I got is just current team, new team. All right. So he puts the team name down there. Anytime you guys email all that type of thing, I want to kind of keep your guys' privacy as, as uh, close as possible. And I got Steve's uh, permission to, to share with this anyway. But uh, anyway, here we go. My son has been on his current team now for about three full years, which is about five or six seasons. The kids on his team all go to the same school and they're all friends. Now, we have an opportunity to join a new team with an ex-pro who really knows his stuff and is really good with kids. Now, my son does not want to leave his current team to go with the new team because he feels loyalty, love from his coaches and teammates, all that type of thing. Also, I help with this current team in practice, and it's a lot of fun for me and a good bonding tool. My dilemma is that this current team are all dad coaches and can only bring my son so far along. One coach knows a lot, but I see conflicting coaching tips to what the ex-pro personal trainer is teaching my son. But the current coaches adore my son. He plays every inning, he pitches, he plays third, and hits second in the lineup. He's a core member of the team. Now the new team will be full of really good players that will challenge my son for a starting spot in both the field and in the lineup. So what would you do? Would you support your son's decision to stay with his current team, knowing that his coaches will reach a point where uh, they can't help him progress as much? Or would you move into a coach that understands the game inside and out and will progress your son from a technical standpoint? All right, Steve, thank you so much for the email. And uh, yeah, man, so tough, right? Like there's no getting this exactly right. And I think one of the first things we kind of have to uh, understand whenever we're making these decisions is that we're dealing with incomplete information, right? And so all you can really go off of is what you think is going to be best. And sometimes it doesn't turn out that way, right? And if there's one thing that I can say is that uh, kids will never choose, I shouldn't say never, I don't like to use never and always, but kids will rarely choose to leave their current team, right? No matter how bad the situation is, if they've got buddies that they've played with, very rarely are they going to volunteer themselves to go try something new, right? So one, you want to respect that, but two, at the same time, he, he will play on that team until he's 18 years old if you give him that choice, right? So that's a factor, but not the end-all be-all. And another thing we need to keep in mind, too, is the grass isn't always as green as it looks from afar, right? And here you have an ex-pro. He does really well with uh, your son and during lessons and that type of thing. And everything sounds great. But like you said, there might be situations where, oh, wow, I've never seen him uh, on a Sunday tournament game. And uh, a bad call happens and suddenly he's losing his cool. 
But all that to say is that I do know some guys who have played uh, baseball, whether it was in college, minor league, professional, who uh, would not make good coaches, right? <laughs> There's a lot of guys who are, you know, still stuck kind of like in the, oh, back in my day, we did it this way. Uh, this generation's lazy. And, you know, on paper, you think you're going to be getting just the world's best coach. The guy played before. He must be great. And that's not always the case. So, again, don't know that that's the situation that you're in. But, again, uh, being an ex-pro only takes it so far. I'd love to say that's the end-all, be-all because that makes me look good, but that's really not the case. And uh, anyway, so there's always a situation, even if the guy's great, that, you know, now we have to deal with, you know, lack of playing time. We have, is your son going to be okay just being in the outfield for sitting two innings a game? All of these factors, uh, you know, that's only – the only person who can answer that is yourself on how upset you'll be if your son does tend to be, you know, one of the lesser players and does not have a regular role. So um, if that is a problem for you, then I would be hesitant to make that jump. So really there's two ways to, to answer this question. One is to answer it specifically to your situation. At this point, I think I would probably stay with the current team uh, just because your son's doing well. He's got all his buddies there. Uh, you know, 11U is still pretty young, you know, to try to go club or, or to some, you know, more advanced situation is, uh, you know, I think 13, 14 is a good time once you start you know, eyeballing high school and that type of thing. Um, but it sounds like you're getting some good lessons from this, this guy, some uh, good instruction outside of your current coaches. So even if they do have limitations, uh, you guys are being proactive and can still have a lot of success. And, um, you know, there's no guarantee that being on a better team is going to make uh, your son better, right? Like the theory is that once you're around better players that you're going to be pushed to become better. And I do believe that. I really do think there's some truth to that. Um, but that takes us back to like the bulletproof hitter, the program that I put together. Um, and that is that being one of the lesser players on your team feels terrible and that does not matter if it's a rec league team or a triple A majors team, you know what I mean? That's the best in the country. Like if you're one of the worst players on your team in your group, it feels awful, right? And so uh, anyway, not to say that that uh, your son could not handle that, but it's just something to consider. And if he's having fun, then uh, I would keep on after it. So. And just in general, for anybody out there looking to switch teams right now and they're kind of wondering who, you know, where they should go and what they should prioritize. And I always think your kids, uh, their, their well-being, their development is always number one, right? And uh, that almost, you know, it's probably laughable how, you know, no-brainer that is. But sometimes people just want to be on the best team. And uh, there's kind of like, I don't want to say an ego involved, but I mean, I get it. You want to be on the best teams and, and feel, you know, pride that you're on. Uh, one of the top squads going, but uh, you have to remember that, you know, being in the outfield all the time, maybe the kid has a problem with it, maybe he doesn't. You know, being at the bottom of the lineup all the time, maybe he has a problem with that, maybe he doesn't. So making sure that you understand the coach's philosophy, kind of how they operate, and because uh, everybody can seem like a great guy, and, uh, you know, they, and they are, and they're good with the kids, but if they lock down their lineup, then, you know, maybe that's not how you want your kid to be coached. And uh, maybe you don't have a problem with that. But asking those types of questions like, you know, what's your philosophy on playing time, on positions? And because uh, I think everybody's on board with you want have to earn, you know, certain amounts of playing time. You can't just pitch because it's your turn all the time. Uh, but you do want opportunities. And uh, anyway, always looking at the coach 
and how they treat people. If you can get any insight on the coach themselves, not so much the organization. I've seen a lot of big organizations that uh, have a you know pretty good reputation, uh, have just some really uh, you know lukewarm feedback on some of their some of their uh, teams just because they got the wrong coach in there. And uh, anyway, coach is kind of king there. So find out the coach's temperament, their their style, and uh, go with the best coach. Go with the best situation where your kid will will learn the game and still enjoy themselves. You know what I mean? Because it's kind of funny to look back and see, you know, uh, you know how we we're all championship tri- championship chasing uh, just a few years ago. And it's like, man, you know, all that really matters is that I need my kid to come home, feel good about it and uh, get better for, for the days down the road. So anyway, hopefully that's helpful. And, uh, oh, one more thing I will share on this one. This one sounds kind of funny, but because uh, a lot of times you're, you're in a situation like Steve was where you're just like, man, I, I just don't know. I feel like I'm 50-50 on each way. And one thing that I'll share with you guys here, it's kind of funny, is that uh, what I'll do is, and this, I'll preface this with saying this is not how uh, we do all of our decisions. Like, this is end-all, be-all here. This is just a little helper. And so I'll take a coin, and I'll literally say, like, okay, heads is new team, tails is old team, right? And I'll flip it, and I'll catch it. And you know how uh, normal people will do a coin flip. You catch it, and you do it on the back of your hand, right? (laughs) And so, anyway, I'll cover it, uh, put it on my back of my hand, and I'll cover it and not look at it yet. And just kind of have a feeling because almost always whenever you flip a coin and you have something riding on it, you're rooting for something, right? Like I always find that like, oh, part of me is really wanting tails. I'm really wanting to see tails right here. And that's kind of like, oh, that's a little bit of a helper for me to be like, oh, this is where my heart is. I say I'm torn, but I'm really wanting for this to be tails right here. So anyway, maybe give that a try. Maybe that's helpful. Maybe it's not, but uh, it's kind of helped me out. All right, and switching gears here to uh, the actual tryout that itself and what your kid can do during the tryout to kind of stand out is, uh, one, is make sure your kid knows what they are here to do. And they are not here to be careful, all right? And this is really big for the younger guys, seven, eight, nine, uh, 10 years old, something like that, where they kind of get out there to field their ground ball or catch their fly ball. And they just kind of throw it in to the guy who's, uh, you know, whether it's first baseman or second baseman, wherever they throw the ball. And that is not the goal, right? Your job out here is to throw the ball as hard as you possibly can. And this is, like I said, just rampant in the younger ages where guys are out here and they come to a tryout and they never really showed what they could do, right? Like they just lobbed the ball to wherever it goes and uh, wherever it was needed. And man, I'm telling you, you want to throw the ball flat and you want to throw it as hard as you can. The, the accuracy is a little less um, important than just getting after it. And uh, I'm telling you, there's nothing worse than coming out and judging a guy as far as a coach. And you're like, man, I, a kid just kind of fielded it and just kind of threw it over. I feel like he's got a good arm, but now I'm guessing, right? And so, anyway, really come out there to show off what you can do. Uh, you know, swing the bat hard, try to hit it far, you know, and uh, barrel up as much as you can. But uh, make sure that your kid goes into it absolutely knowing that he is out here to show his very, very best, show off how hard he can throw, how hard he can hit, because you'd be amazed at how many guys come out there and just sort of drift through their process and, uh, you know, bring their 90%, and uh, that's not, not what you're here to do. So make sure you come with it. Now, another thing you can do at these tryouts to stand out is to uh, dress differently, right? Like, because one thing you won't, don't want to do is just be kind of a forgotten person in the masses, right? 
And uh, for instance, we had our youth basketball draft. Me and my buddy are coaching a basketball team for the winter. And uh, there are three kids on our team that uh, we had to draft strictly off of the grades. Like we could not place them, uh, place their face or anything like that. And uh, But there was one kid on our team that we drafted that was like, oh, he was wearing the yellow Kyrie Irving shoes, right? Like that was just, they were just these solid yellow. I think they might've been like SpongeBob SquarePants like uh, version or something like that. They're really cool. And uh, anyway, but we remember him, right? And so I had a, a workout in uh, junior college. We had like an all-star game type deal. And uh, I remember my buddy, uh, we were from Fresno City College, so we're all red. And I always wore my socks high. And so I had these red socks with red cleats. And uh, we all had gray pants and like a navy blue shirt that they issued to us. And uh, and he he wore black socks and black pants. And he was like, man, he goes like, I should have wore my socks up. He goes like, I can see you from any point in this ballpark right here because I can see where those red socks are. They just jumping out at everybody. And uh, completely unintentional on my part. But uh, the point being is that, you know, if you go to the tryout and, you know, you don't want to overdo it, right? But if you... Uh, you know, have a, a yellow arm sleeve, yellow hat, or, uh, you know, something colorful, wristband, you know, just something uh, that stands out a little bit uh, is not the worst thing in the world, uh, because the worst thing in the world is just be forgotten, right? So um, anyway, a little tip there. And uh, one thing to think of, too, is that socks up make you look faster and more athletic, and having their, your pants long essentially like where the pants are all the way to the to the shoe uh, is going to make you bigger kind of stronger looking so anyway just kind of the little games you can play there to uh to sway the decisions just a little bit and another thing that happens all the time that uh, it's amazing that you need to remind people of this but players need to be ready when it is their turn to catch their fly balls or catch their ground balls or whatever the case may be right like nothing makes me more upset whenever they're like it's their turn, right? Like you stand around for 95% of the time at these tryouts. And then for that little moment is your moment and your back is turned and you're talking to somebody, right? And, uh, or if you walk out to your position when it's your turn to go, it's like automatically, it's like, oh, okay, this kid's going to be trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? So again, prime your kids, let them know that they're out there to get after it and they had better be ready you know, two or three people at least. I mean, you'd love to see them paying attention the entire time, but whenever they're getting to the front of the line, be ready to go jog out there and uh, and get after it. So no goofing around. Um, I'd love to say that uh, I'm watching whenever people are in line, uh, but man, these tryouts are really hard to watch a kid and take notes on him and uh, to watch people who are in line. So not all the time do you see people, you know, uh, their behavior while they're in line, but I'm telling you, uh, no goofing off, man. If, if you see a kid running around being too loud, taking somebody's hat and kind of goofing around with it, then, you know, he's not a cross off, but man, he's a, a major red flag right there. So, so behave, just be a good teammate and uh, pay attention like you'd be a good person to coach. All right, and the last little tip right here is a, uh, uh, a pretty fun one, but uh, it is thank the coaches after you're done with your tryout, right? So if you can kind of go up to a coach, doesn't have to be all of them, but shake their hand, say thank you. Maybe if a guy caught you uh, while you were throwing, you know, pitching or something like that, it never hurts to go over and, and you know, shake his hand, say thank you. Uh, it's a little bit of brown nosing. I'll give you, uh, I'll give you that. However, it did work on me uh, once before. I think this is why I think of it all the time. 
time is that uh, before my son was born, uh, like, I don't know, 12 years ago, something like that, I coached a, uh, a 10 u team and, uh, it was here in Keller. I didn't even have a kid on it, obviously. And, uh, we were doing these tryouts and there's just a sea of kids. Right. And, uh, this one kid who was pretty decent little player, uh, he came to me after he pitched and, uh, he shook my hand, said, thanks. Thanks for, uh, Thanks for catching me because I was catching while the pitchers were throwing, right? And so, I, yeah, no problem, buddy. Thanks a lot. And so whenever it came down to filling out the last couple spots on the roster, you know, it's always the same thing. There's always about eight kids, six kids who could fill in those last two or three slots and you don't know who to choose. And uh, for me, that was kind of a tiebreaker for that kid. And what's funny is that that kid turned out to be a have a really poor season. And all year I was like, man, that handshake got me, right? But I wanted to share that with you because it can be effective and it's just kind of polite, you know what I mean? So it can't hurt your chances there. So anyway, if you guys have any questions on uh, your tryouts coming up, if you have kind of a dilemma that uh, you know, you're trying to sort through, you can give me an email, Clint, at baseballnotes.co or uh, you know, flip a coin, you know what I mean? Do the flip a coin thing. See, see if that gives you any insight into how you're really feeling. And uh, anyway, I'd, I'd love to see what you guys think on that. But uh, like I said, if you guys have any questions, let me know. And uh, good luck at tryouts this year. You guys have a good, a good one until I see you next time. See ya.